We'll begin again on Perik uh, Yudalif. Okay? Miu Adayin Kasha, however, after everything, it is still difficult to understand at first glance. The Imeyos, even though, even though, that the Yichud that accomplishes through the various Zivugim, unifications of the Midois, is literally the Hamshach of the Oirin Soif himself that is enclosed in the Midois. It's not the Midois themselves. And not merely the Midois, the Vizivago the Midois. Since the Midois are only like a drop from the ocean, the Oirin Soif that's within them, is nimshach through the known symptom, the first symptom, anikramakam panui, that is called empty space. Empty space means total, to- there's two ways of symptom. One element of symptom, you take what you have and you diminish it. The other way of symptom is, and that's only the first symptom, a complete, complete, complete roll away of the light. Now, there's no light at all. We roll it down to zero. And then, Hashem introduced a kav. That's the first symptom. So which means that there is a complete, complete disconnect from what was before. So that's the most powerful symptom possible. The imkain and if so, it means that everything that's coming after that is like a, it's like a total new thing. It's not, it's, it's not, it's not real, really, the oyer, the light of Hashem himself. The imkain adayin ein haroich l'gavo it's still in aruch. It's still uncomparatively uncomparable to the Oren Soiv Shaboy Kol Which what we really want is a relationship with Him. For him is all our striving, the Chavtseinu and our desire, the Chukaseinu and our longing. Acha Inyan, who the idea is, Ki Afal Pisha His Havos Ayitzvurus Atzmon. Even though the coming into being of the ten attributes themselves, who are they had Simtsum Umakam Panu comes about through the symptom and through the makampani, through the empty space. Oh, yes, through, yes, okay, through the symptom and the makampani, ha that it is known, the oirin soif that encloses himself in them, the the act, the oir, in other words, the coming into being, and see, the, way, the reason why Hashem diminish the light completely, 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 without leaving any trace of the original, original light, even a tiny bit, even to put it down to one infinitesimal point of what was there before, right? Even to do that, Hashem didn't do that. He completely diminished to absolute zero. Why? That was in order to bring around about the actual vessels themselves, to bring about the potential, rather, for the spheres. Spheres weren't created yet, but or emanated yet, but at least the potential for the actual spheres themselves. However, that's the spheres, but we're learning the whole time there's two things. There is the spheres, and then there is the oil, the light that comes to illuminate and to aliven the spheres, like a neshama coming into a body. He says the oil that comes in to illuminate in the spheres, that oil is mamish, the oil in saif Yes, it's coming through a narrow funnel, it's coming through a cave, it's coming through a line, but it's still the Oyer Tzayim. In other words, this that we speak about, a complete disconnect. And therefore, everything that's happening after the Tzimtzum, 
everything that's happening after the tzimtzum is like it's like on a complete, completely new, 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 new. It's a completely, totally new thing, totally met, complete metamorphosis. It's not what was before at all. That's when we're dealing in order to create the infrastructure, the actual hagabalas, the kalim, the vessels, the limitations. But once we have that in place, Hashem reintroduces back the Oyrein Saif into the system. So when we're talking about Oyrein Saif, it's Mamish is Hashem himself as he is shining in the Mitzumtzum to go away in a manner that we can, that he doesn't overwhelm the creations. That's the Nikuda that he's saying. Um, not, the, not the vessels themselves, the oil and soif that's coming in the vessels, the neshama of the, of the vessels, who are ara is a ray, from the oil and soif himself, as he is beyond the tzimtzum. And this is the idea, hakav, of that thin line, as Darizal says, that what? And initially was the Oyrein Soif, was Mamala Kol Makam The Oyrein Soif was spreading, filling all possible space. Then Hashem brought the symptom and created a Makam Cholol, an empty black hole where there was deep, where was void of light. And then afterwards, Chazar Veheir, Hashem reintroduces light from outside the symptom, from outside the black hole to, to begin the creative process, the illumination in the in that void, in that space. Okay. The inyan of the yechudim, of these unifications, is to draw down. Now we have the kav. And the kav is a certain set amount of light. Kav is a measuring stick. It's like a measurement that, that measures the light and it gives exactly um, a, a very a very um, accurate amount of energy to every level. And that's why it says that the kav is first broader at the beginning and it gets, it gets thinner and thinner and thinner like a ray of light that gets weaker and weaker and weaker as it's traveling further and further into the lower, lower, lower rungs of say the Rishtal Shalut until we reach our world which has come out nothing left, right? So um, he says, however, through our performance of mitzvahs and what we are causing Yehudim when we're unifying spheres, it's not really unifying spheres. What it's really doing, it's reaching to the shorish makaira, the kula alman. It's reaching to the very, very source. It's reaching to the kav as the kav is touching the light that's before the tzimtzum, and is drawing added infusion of energy from the oiren saif into this narrow kav, and thereby causing unifications between the midos. Basically, he says it's a huge influx of energy throughout the entire system reaching in to the very, 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 very beginnings of beginnings, which is Hashem Himself. He says, Laham shecha orach adasha, a new light, ma'orin seif, from the orin seif, mamish, betoisves ilui rav, if in addition of, of ilui rav, of a great uh, elevation, le'en kates, infinitely, ala orach harishayna, on the first ray that comes naturally, without work. Ve'yim shecha orach and then that new influx of light, in, causes such a empowerment, such a such a gush of energy throughout the entire Seder Ishtalshalus until it reaches all the way down into Atsilis, which according to this, as we're understanding now, Atsilis is way down, way, 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 way further down in the system. It's not, uh, 
right? But until it reaches all the way there, and it brings about the yichud of zuchr v'nukva, of the two elements of atzilus, the transcendental, the emotions, and, and malchus, like a, for example, so to understand this inyan, that the main inyan, whenever we're talking about a yichud, we're not talking about a yichud of spheres. We're talking about a powerful introduction of light, new introduction of light into the entire Seder what is the idea of Kriya Shema that's before Shema Nesra? Kriya Shema we know is an Akdama to Shema Nesra. Kriya Shema Nesra, it's interesting. Kriya Shema is the main thing. It's Medeir Aisa. Shema Nesra is Tzilud But he's saying in terms of the spiritual dynamics of things, Kriya Shema is only a Hachana. There's a preparation for Shema Nesra. Kriya Shema Nesra is a Hachana. Baham Shachas Oiring Tzav Bahasvirus. In Shemayin Esra, what are we intending? What is Shemayin Esra all about? Illuminating. That's the time when actually the download is taking place. Everything we're doing before that is, is preparing for this download. But now is when we're hitting click, download, and the light comes pouring down from outside the system into the system, into the, into the spheres. Every brach of Shemayin Esra is directing the light to another one of the attributes or different elements in the attributes. And that and from the spheres into the world. as we said earlier. by the first pasuk. Shema Yisrael. When we're saying Shema Yisrael, which the Gemara calls it Kabbalah who. So then the idea is to draw down a ray in other words, the idea of Kriya Shema is to stimulate the very, very essence of Hashem, so to speak, whatever that means, to reach to reach to the very, very essence of the Ebishter himself and from there draw Hamshacha. Ha'ara, to cause a rain, from the source of everything, is way beyond Atzilas. From the essence of the Oirin Tzoyf, as he is in his very self, much, much, much higher than, than, than his islapshos, than his enclosement of his ray in the Yudzviris. Yudzviris is way, way down in compared to where we're, where we're touching with Kriya Shema. Because the entire, the, 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 his ray that is shining in Atzilus is only from the Kav, is only from the narrow Kav, as we spoke earlier. Moved his entire light to the side and reintroduced a tiny thread, a thread of here, a little here of light coming down to illuminate Seder Stalshus. And that is that here goes through many Tzimtzumim until it comes down into Atzilus. The Kav itself is Melubish, is enclosed in a level called Ba'adam Kadmon, primordial man. Okay? And only a ray of him. Milubish biyutzvirus tatsilus. Now the kav itself is shining in Adam Kadmon. The kav itself doesn't even arrive in atzilus. What comes in atzilus is only a ray of the kav from Adam Kadmon that is included in Adam Kadmon. Kamoshakasev moiri riverabi, as my rebbe said, Alter Rebbe, by Geras Akoidish, Apasik Iu Vichiyu. The Alter Rebbe was your site today. Says in, 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 in the Mimer Iu Vichiyu in the letter Avol, but Kriyishma, but Kriyishma. So that's what we're busy with in atzilus. 
And at Silas, we're drawing down the ray into the Afal. But Kriyashma Kavani say, no, but Kriyashma Kavana is Laham Shecha Ara to draw down a complete new Ara that has never been in the Olamis before. Every single day by Kriyashma. A new ray, that, a deeper ray that has never been in the Olamis. It's almost like creating a new Kav. That's the idea every day. Mimakoira, the Kulamamish. Literally, from the very beginning, from the very core of everything. Once we have already drawn down this ara in general through Kriyashima, we are mamshech its revelation. In other words, by Kriyashima, we accomplish it, but it's in a very, very mystical, abstract, hidden state. Still. And then we begin to reveal it, to open the file, so to speak. You downloaded it, but then you have to how to figure out how to open it. So then we begin to open it up, Giluya, it's revelation, to begin revealing it specifically so that it can have an impact on our world into the Yutzviris. Al Chai Through the 18 blessings, now we do 19 blessings, but through the primary 18 blessings of Shemayin Esrei, and then from there, from there, from the Sviris, it continues down, down into the world to heal those that are ill. How does, a, how, does, how does a sick person get healed? It's because Hashem's energy heals him. And to give pranasa, and give this is a hamshacha, hamshacha from the Oyrin Tzayv. The Ebeshter has shined light upon that person to increase their uh, their 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 pranasa. And this is the main pirish in the Maimer of the Sefri, to dive into him and not to his which we said earlier doesn't exclude the light that's in the spheres. Remember, we learned the long arichas that Elo v'loyle midaisav means that you're not allowed to dive into the midais, but you're allowed to dive into Hashem as he's vested in the spheres. That, yeah, because it's him. But now he's saying the main pirush, the, 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 the main pirush of Elo v'loyle midaisav means, it means to Hashem mamish mamish, not to his, invest, his investment in the spheres. And when is that? That's by Kriyashma. Kriyashma, it's Eilav, Eilav, of Mamish. And by Shemayna Esrei, it's Eilav, it's to him, but to him as he is vested in his Midas. That's the difference. Kriyashma is beyond everything. It's to him. The Hainu Eilav Mamish, Mamish to him, which is Hashem's very self, which is also above, Meharasai from his ray, Hamalubeshes Beyutsviris, that is enclosed in the ten attributes. The Hainu Bekriya Shema, and that is by Shema. Sha'az Kavanya Yisenu, then it's our Kavana, Laham Shecha Ara Misham Mamish. We draw down a Ara from there itself. Basically, everywhere else we're ready. It's almost like it's like in a river. So you have a river flowing. And the river, and then if you want to, like in Mitzrayim, they used to have these little. Uh, these little uh, canals, which they would everybody, if you if you if you you know uh, bought a piece of land and wanted to turn it into a field, wanted into a uh, wanted to turn it into a farmland, and and plant in it, what do you do? You have to create a little um, uh, what do they call it? Yeah, something that would carry the water from the Nile, open up a little thing where the waters would come. Um, fine, but uh, so that's like taking water from the once the river is already flowing. But then there is going down to the very, the, very, the very river source where it's coming and broadening the, whole, the, the spring over there, adding a pump into the, into the spring, 
to add an infusion of extra energy, mamish, from the river itself, from, from the spring itself, from the very core, core, core start, from the very beginning. So this is what he's saying over here. That's what we do by Kriya Shema. Kriya Shema, we reach into the very, very origins of origins of, of it. And the explanation of the matter in it is explained in Priyat Chaim, in Priyat Chaim it says that every day there is something of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah we know we activate new light, new light activation. And, and he says every day there is some activation of new light as well. Just like in Rosh Hashanah. Hashem retracts all of his, all, all the energies back to its source. Meaning, uh, meaning every, 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 everything has to be reallocated. Hashem pulls, pulls everything back into a show. And then from there, we have to re-stimulate Hashem and engage him back to want to be a king over the world. Because we have to be mamish, mamshech everything from the very beginning. Umisham nimshech mechadash. And from there, it's drawn from new. Binyan zun. It's interesting, in, 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 in Kabbalah it says that Rosh Hashanah is binyan hamalchus. It's the reconstruction of the entire sphere. So that is because everything is like undone. Rosh Hashanah by night, everything is undone. So we have to read, usually it says it's binyan hanukva. Here he says it's binyan zun. He even says the binyan on, on the masculine spheres as well. Shehem makar chayas which they are the source of the life of the world. Kach mamish, so too, literally, so just, just like on Rosh Hashanah, we do it. Rosh Hashanah, we do a, a, a construction of the, uh, of the spheres from new. He says, so too, every day specifically, we do that in a little way. Which is the idea of the mitzvah of Kriyashma in which we're accomplishing this. In a it is known, that Rosh Hashanah, at the beginning, histalkus valio sachayas. Rosh Hashanah by night, as soon as it becomes, or before night, to, to, to different versions in Tumai Marim. Either it happens Rosh Hashanah Mincha time, either it happens Rosh Hashanah by night. What happens, there is the great cosmic departure. The entire energy of creation leaves the creation. It means that Hashem's interest in being a king over the world and thereby creating a world sort of expires. That's his thing. And the energy goes up. And it says it's like a big, big sleep. Rosh Hashanah is like a sleep. Just like when a person sleeps, what happens? His neshama departs the body. What does it mean the neshama departs the body? What does it mean the neshama departs the body? It doesn't mean the neshama goes away completely. It means that the, that the neshama is not, a, is not really, is not really an, completely invested in a, animating the body. And the, uh, and the elevation of the life until the very first source, that is the Oyrein Saif and its very, very essence. That happens Rosh Hashanah by night. Afterwards, afterwards we draw down a new Ha'ara, a new radiance, and a new Chayas Mamish, in order that there should be the Binyan of the ten, of the ten spheres, Mechadash, Bo'or V'Kelem, in Or Vekelem. That's what we do. The Iker. We, we reconstruct all the ten spheres on Rosh Hashanah. And that's why we say ten psukim. We're always saying ten psukim. The ten psukim, each one is the ten psukim of Malchi, or his ten psukim of It's all constructing in the Mamet. We're really, we're really recreating the entire system on Rosh Hashanah. The Iker, however, the main primary 
the primary uh, focus is to rebuild, construct Malchus. Ikerli is binyan anukva to reconstruct, because that's what it says, that Hashem created Chava on that day. Vayiven Hashem esat tzela, Hashem built the tzela. Chava, that's Malchus. Chava is the Shina. Vayikrli is binyan anukva, shihu makar chayas ha'olam ha'isanevroyim. Which is the makar, which we know the malchus is she is the makar and the and chayas ha'olamos of the life of the world. Vahanefradim, which worlds? The worlds that are separated, the worlds of Bri, Yitzir, and Asiya, which feel themselves as creation separated from Hashem. Vaachar shenivnei spin partsiv sholim, and after she is built up with a complete partsiv, okay, which we do on Rosh Hashanah, ozein, and and then every day also, oz nimshechatipa b'shmoyne esrei. In other words, once Malchus has its vessels, and then there can be the union between HaKadosh Baruch, between Hashem and Malchus, in drawing the drop of Urein Saif into Malchus. In other words, first you have to create the vessels of Malchus. And once she's there, then there can be the marriage, so to speak, between, between the HaKadosh Baruch and the Shechina. Now the Hamshacha of the life from new. From the Oyrin Seifer Rosh Hashanah, who Iker, who are you there, It's mainly accomplished through the Shaifer. As it is explained at great length from the Alter Rebbe, from the writings of the, of my, of the Alter Rebbe, uh, where he explains the whole concept of Rosh Hashanah of Tkia Shaifer. That it's to, it's to be Mamshech, a new Oyr, it's to stimulate the light. He's going to explain that everyday Kriyashma is like blowing Shaifer. Shema and blowing shofar is the same Indian. Blowing shofar is the comp- is the awakening at the deepest, deepest place to evoke new energy, to activate new light from the very, very beginning of everything. So too is Kriya Shema. The Altar Rebbe also mentions it uh, 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 briefly in his letter to evoke the love. So the one who understands can find this in every day that that's what Shema is supposed to do. When we say the first Pasuk of Shema, it's like blowing Shofar. Maybe that's why some people, when they say, it sounds like they're blowing Shofar. Because it's, it's, there's a connection. He says, It's possible that this continues not just in Shema, but in the, the it, also in the beginning of Ahafta, the tul there is where it's is where you're, you're having your tkiya shayfar of the day. The Yashloimar he says the Bahab pliga tanoi. We can say this is the argument of the tanoim. Reb Reish Parakoyakaira at the beginning of the Parakoyakaira. I Adlavavcha Bahamida. If you're supposed to stand, there's an opinion that says you have to stand by Kriya Shema. And one opinion says that you have to stand until Ad Levavcha, or Pasuk Risha in Lechud, or the first Pasuk. Being that Tkiya Shaifer, uh, this is like Tkiya Shaifer, this is the evoking from the very, very beginning. And therefore, the, the question is, to which part is, is that, is the pivotal moment of evoking, activating new light, Ayn Sham. So this is the idea. As we know, being that's the Altar Rebbe's yard site today, as we know, in his last year of his life, when the Altar Rebbe was running away from Napoleon, he was engaged in a great spiritual battle with other tzaddikim. Whether there's an art, there's a question if it was the Karshnitz Magid, if it was uh, whoever it was, 
I mean, the initial story is told that it was Reb Shleim of Kalin, but the problem is Reb Shleim of Kalin died 20 years earlier. So that's why it's, it makes it uh, impossible that it was Reb Shleim of Kalin. So there's various different versions of who it was. But the, the idea was that the question was who was going to blow Shaifa first, Rosh Hashanah? Because the one who was going to blow Shaifa first in Rosh Hashanah was going to decide which way the war is going gonna, is gonna, is gonna, is gonna, to, you know, if Napoleon was going to win, Chas Vashalem, or if it was the, the Russian Tsar was going to win, and that was the fight going on. And uh, the, the, uh, the other tzaddik, whoever it was, one of the greatest, um, woke up very, very early, ran to the mikveh, and, and uh, davened quickly, 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 and he was sure that a Chabad Rebbe, who davens barichus, would never be able to, to, to polish off the davening like that. And as he stood, and he was ready to blow Shaifer, and he picked up the Shaifer, suddenly a big cracked sigh came from him, and he dropped the Shaifer, and he said, Litzvak beat me. The Alter Rebbe was known as the Litzvak, and he beat me, because the Alter Rebbe just woke up in the morning and went straight to Shaifer. He said, well, we're going to Shaifer before Shachris today. And he did Shaifer instantly, and, uh, and then he turned it all around. That was right after Rosh Hashanah, in Kippur time. After that is when Napoleon began falling. It was all, all at that point in time. So that's the secret of the shaifer, because that's the energy. And at that moment, over the year, nothing, everything is still raw. There's nothing fixed yet. Everything can be decided on Rosh Hashanah, because everything is, it's still pre, predefined energy. Once it comes into Seder Shdal, so it takes on already certain gezerah, certain forms, certain things that are supposed to happen. But here, it's still at the potential where anything can be. <coughs> but he says in a, in a small way, we have that power every day by Shema, that we can go to that predetermined light and, and draw it down. Okay. So we'll finish as a session, we'll continue tomorrow.